ஹலோ வணக்கம் அண்ட் வெல்கம் டு சுதர்ஷன் ஸ்பீக்ஸ் ஐம் சுதர்ஷன் ஐல் பி ஹோஸ்டிங் திஸ் ஷோ ஸோ ஃப்ரம் டுடே ஃப்ரம் திஸ் எபிசோட் எபிசோட் ஆர் பாட்காஸ்ட் வில் பி இன் இங்கிலீஷ் ஆஃப்டர் லாங் கான்டம்லேஷன் ஐ கேம் டு திஸ் டெசிஷன் டு டேக் இட் ஹெட் இன் இங்கிலீஷ் டுடே ஐ ஹாவ் திஸ் ஒண்டர்ஃபுல் பர்சன் கால் வைஷ்ணவி கேதர்நாதன் ஷி இஸ் ஃபவுண்டிங் மார்க்கெட் இட் ட்ரெயின் வெல்கம் வைஷ் வெல்கம் டு திஸ் ஷோ ஹாய் சுதர்ஷன் தேங்க் யூ தேங்க் யூ ஃபார் ஹேவிங் மீ தேங்க்ஸ் மேன் லைக் so like i used to follow you in linkedin like more than 2 close to 2 to 3 years i guess when i joined linkedin i followed you like a long back and you know i got a chance to talk to you to introduce uh, vaish uh, she was a uh, part of uh, zoho as a product marketing manager then mm-hmm. charge b then she did her mba at uh, rsm europe and also she is a marketing consultant at uh, cooked you might have seen videos in youtube some like delicious videos uh, like i used to remember that kadala kadala chutney adithena that kadala chutney video like uh, that is one of my fa- favorite uh, yeah so like she is uh, brain behind that and now she is uh, taking care of marketing and training so shall we get in vaish yeah we can i am not the brain behind cook so <laughs> just in the early days they did not have a marketer and so i stepped in since i was doing my mba i had time to step in for their marketing role but the big brain behind cook is adi <laughs> i think you were part of hero ott i guess uh, you wrote few other uh, art- a few articles there in my final year of college okay cool cool okay i was searching some uh, information about you then got to find a twitter a tweet in uh, in twitter saying like you wrote article about uh, tala ajitar so <laughs> but i couldn't find yeah, any article you know how viral yeah i yeah, know that that blog about ajit so hero talkies is like your netflix and uh, amazon prime but it was introduced very early for nris living outside india for them it was a ott platform and when uh, amazon and netflix came in they the competition is very high and these days adi and his brother decided to sell it ஜித்ன youtube like i think his name also some kala pradeep or something else with the ajit picture in his uh, profile and uh, he uh, tweeted saying like why should i wrote a wonderful article here and there but i couldn't get uh, see the article like the, there was a link but i couldn't uh, like since the company is yeah. i mean is sold and the resources are not available i couldn't read that yeah. yes yes and yeah. by the way like you are delivering a baby next month i'm sorry to do this now but Hey, no worries. You don't have to be sorry. I'm actually happy to do this before I go on my maternity break. Cool. Right. About uh, train, I think I would simply put it as a video-led customer education platform. Or we can say like, if you find any um, food or like, for, okay, in case of I'm a designer, in case if, if any uh, tools like Photoshop or Figma I'm using, I'll just go find a video in their uh, YouTube channel. So that is... a proper example to relate with train i guess am i right avish yeah you are mm-hmm. actually you're right when you say video led customer education platform and like you said how do you use a product if you want to get to know about how 
how you want to use your product you will have videos as a source of education right so that's what we're trying to do with trend a video led customer education platform especially for your saas product yes right so like we'll start from your origins so who are you like i gave a basic intro and uh, yeah please go ahead tell uh, tell us about who are you and what you are doing before trend hey the answer to that question is still evolving sudarshan <laughs> and lately you know you have a lot of people questioning okay i uh, do i have to say i am vaishnavi and i am a founding marketer at train because that's not my only thing right only my role and my job does not define me so this time i have a different definition like you said i am a amma to be soon wow <laughs> i will my due date is next month end of next month so that's a new definition that i have for myself now apart from that i like to talk like you so liking to talk to people putting ourselves out telling stories that led me to find my passion in marketing so i really enjoy doing marketing despite understanding every day that marketing is a deep blue ocean like you have lots of things to learn every new day and ultimately this is what i like to do so i come from a privileged background my father helped me study well i had good education i was able i was given good opportunities for work everything else so i come from chidambaram and i since it's more of a rural setting I do find girls where uh, their families do not support them for education. They're not given enough opportunities. So ultimately in life I'd like to do something for these underprivileged girls. Okay. Right from education. Can they be presented with education? Can they be presented with jobs? Ultimately I want to do it. But to do that I need money of course. I need mm. good connections. Mm. So right now whatever that I'm doing I'm trying to figure out a way that will lead me there. They usually say right If you have only if you have enough money, you can build a larger table for okay. more people to sit in. So that's where I'm headed towards. So I'm the the definition of okay, who's Vaishnavi is still evolving, but right now it's a mixture of all of these different things. Cool, but yeah, you mentioned that just marketing in between. But I found you in like I could put it this way: you worked in multiple SaaS companies so far, like three of them, and yeah. in between uh, Philips uh, for a ten months internship. Um, so can I put you this way? You are a SaaS marketer. Yeah, you could. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Cool. Like we'll talk about you, but we'll uh, give a glimpse about what Train is, what it does, and everything. So first of all, what is Train? Who uses it? First of all, you said SaaS products. Can you talk about uh, uh, one of your user? How they are using it? How how uh, Train helps them? Yeah, definitely. So the reason I said SaaS product is, see, the very nature of a SaaS product is. it will have features being released every now and then yeah. constantly you have features released there's a gong version 1.1 1.2 1.3 continuous releasing of features gong i just put out an example okay. gong is a sales intelligence platform yeah 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 but how would your customers how would users of your product know about these features how will they get consistent value from your product that they are paying for they need to be educated right that okay this feature is released and this is how you're going to use it so how do you keep your users and customers from getting consistent value by educating them by continuously educating them so that's how we derive that train is a customer education platform by using videos as a form of education okay. so that's that's how we coined it as video led customer education if you ask about the users anybody who wants to educate their customers would fall under the category of train users especially your customer facing teams if you take customer success managers 
once the account has been handed over to the customer success managers they are the ones who are training customers of new features right your onboarding managers sometimes who onboard new users your customer support managers who will have to solve queries at the same time teach a few easy steps on how to use a particular part of your product your product marketing managers who are doing the gtm for new features so essentially all the customer facing teams in a saas company will be users of train but as you know train is a seed stage startup so we are still in our pre pmf range pre product market fit so right now based on the sales conversations based on deal conversions we have identified the customer success managers and product marketing managers are our first two personas that seem to be working out for train so we see it like this customer success managers take this educational content that they create on train and they go distributed and train their customers whereas product marketing managers create this content on train so we see creators and distributors creators are pmms and distributors are customer success managers right now we are at this stage we see this is working and we are doubling down on this cool. but as we grow we will find more users mm. yeah, yeah. yeah so if you uh, just explain yeah. what zing portals in academia these are few futures of the train or uh, um, i wouldn't yeah. say yeah can you talk more about it so that uh, people get a context uh. yeah definitely so see train as a huge product since i'm a mom to be i'm going to be using a building block example okay. so see zing Port- portals and academia as these three small building blocks that form train so zing is the smallest building block can you go with example like uh, anything like salesforce or so that people get uh, understand it very well i don't have a perfect example where there are three sub products making up a huge product mm-hmm. but uh, i'll i'll convey it in a way that no, is very like easy if uh, salesforce use train how they use it ah okay like that yeah mm-hmm. okay let's say salesforce customer success team uses train and the product marketing team also uses train the product marketing team will use zing to create the product videos so zing is your video creation tool zing right? is a uh, chrome plugin i would uh, can i say that like that yeah to use zing you will have to install the chrome plugin and then you get the video creation tool in front of you it's an online tool it's not a desktop app so it lets you create videos and it's a smart screen recorder it automates most parts of your video creation if you'd like me to go into depth i'll do it but right now let me continue with zing portals and academia so anybody who wants to create these videos will use zing now coming to the teams like customer success managers teams in companies like salesforce they might use portals and academia so portal is now that you have created all these videos you can go organize them into video hubs and distribute it it could be a learning hub it could be your video knowledge base however you want to design the page customize it you can do it but just imagine like a spotify playlist of videos so you create the videos and then you put them into a hub like look and feel and you distribute them that's what portals do the very meaning of portals now academia is the largest building block it's essentially train lms it lets you create and launch your own academy but with zero coding zero engineering favors zero design favors imagine if you can just uh, plug and play an entire academy i'm sure you would have heard of hubspot academy right yeah salesforce academy that's what we help you build but without any dependencies on designers or developers mm. so you can create your courses you can structure them into lessons and chapters the way you yes, want is uh, train is white labeled or uh, yeah it, it is white labeled cool. mm. yeah and then you can uh, include quizzes 
certifications for people who finish courses notifications can be enabled your entire academy setup and you can measure the performance of your learners as well who is finishing how many courses what is the assessment completion rate how many certifications have been completed can i call you as a edtech company no you cannot <laughs> okay okay so edtech is you can can I, can you call byju's an edtech company it's a content company lessonly uh i i'm not able to think of names but uh, mm-hmm. what else do you you have coursera right coursera yeah, is coursera. an edtech company mm-hmm. so they work they create these courses and then they sell it or they offer it for free mm-hmm. they do it on a platform yeah. right that platform is what we offer you mm-hmm. so for coursera to operate they need an academy setup yeah. mm-hmm. they need to be able to create courses they need to be able to host these courses they need to be able to automate certifications when someone finishes it that's what train helps you build So train is an LMS. LMS is a very common term, learning yeah. management system. And using an LMS, you build a learning portal, you build an academy. Okay. So train is an LMS. It's not an edtech solution. Okay. Then what about these examples like class plus? I think that is something teachable, I guess. Uh, we can call that LMS instead of uh, edtech company. I'm not sure of teachable. Have you heard of Thinkific? No. <laughs> okay i maybe i'll google teachable but think, things uh, products like thinkific you can call them as uh, lms mm. a teachable i'm googling right now and they say that you can sell courses coaching and digital downloads so it's a no code platform for creators yes you can call it an lms mm. but it's just that the niche that they work with is different okay yeah. they they work with any course creators but uh, train work work with only saas products predominantly fast company mm-hmm. yeah is there any other uh, uses uh, using train except actually we've company. seen yeah we've seen health care companies use train okay. because they have a different set of audience that they want to train their health products on like hospital hospitals using train and then your pos solutions using train because their customers are different restaurants and mm-hmm. managers working in the restaurants so we've seen these use cases so people who want to train on a large scale basis and they want to train uh, their users who are not very tech friendly that is one use case that we see apart from that saas companies mainly because your features keep releasing and you will have to educate your customers mainly yes. because of that problem statement mm. cool right how it, uh, how train started like i've seen a profile of uh, two of the co-founders is only two co-founders right suman and vivek yeah they are their profiles and you and also your head of design uh, wiki and also uh, sindhu jait i think i have uh, seen these profiles uh, all of you from uh, chatgpt and also chatgpt founders have invested in you um, like a year back i guess close to a year back mm. yeah mm, yes so how it all started uh, like where it started do you, you know the story behind that yeah i i, I know the story fairly okay. so vivek and sumana are our founders like you said and they both were leading teams in chatgpt Vivek was leading an engineering team. Sumana was leading the front-end team at Charge B. Okay. And at a point, they decided they'd want to quit and start something of their own. So they quit around 2020 before COVID, and then they were working on different problems and different pain points. They, I think, they had three final pain points that they'd like to work and create a solution for. And the video creation problem seemed to be one with the most potential. After they spoke to a lot of operators and SaaS. and a lot of people in saas 
So that's how the idea for you know the other two. Actually, I know one other. It was about uh, developer products. Since Vivek and Sumana are developers, it was something about uh, making the life of developers easy. But uh, that was shot down. So they went for the video creation problem because they saw the potential. So from there, they spent a year or so building the product. And 2021 January, if I'm right, or 2022 January, they launched on Product Hunt. Uh, the Zing um, uh, train or. Oh. Train was launched on product. Train. Okay. Uh, were you in the part of the discussions uh, during 2020? Like you were a colleague of them? No, 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 no. Oh. So I I was a product marketing manager at Charge B. Okay. And the module that I was working and marketing for was the module that Vivek was leading. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. So I worked with Vivek for uh, for two years or so. So I know Vivek personally. But it just happened that I finished my MBA and coming back, and then Train was looking for someone to. Lead their marketing efforts, and that's how I came. Okay. Since we know each other, that's how we came, and that's how Vicky also came in. Okay. Uh, so Vic, uh, Vicky went to Waymo in between, then he came back to. Uh, yeah. What about Sindhu? Uh, Sindhu, uh, like she came after you, or uh, she was with them before you? Uh, you were. I think she came two months, three months after I joined for okay. content marketing role. Hmm. I she worked with Charge B for one or one and a half years. I'm not sure about the time okay. duration. Hmm. Yeah, but t- today at train you could see a slight influence of Charge B's values, <laughs> Charge B discipline. You could see that influence mm. there. Okay, value. Can you explain value? As in the Charge B value share. Okay, so it's a tough spot. You can't. But since Christian Radharaman was so focused on imbibing the values in a good way, mm. I think I remember a few. One is bias for action. Okay. Varun, don't stand there thinking of what to do. take the action so okay. that's bias for action and customer first i do, i don't i don't remember how it was coded like the wording but customer first was a value system at charge b and i think we carry it here in train as well see we are not large enough we don't have a culture at train where we can sit down and craft values now we are still growing we are still understanding who we are but you can see the values of charge b influencing our work our culture at train and that's a given right when you come from that sort of a of place course. you tend to carry it to your new place actually vivek is a very first principles thinker okay. he'll get to the bottom of the things and it's very hard to convince vivek so working with vivek itself is a huge uh, learning for me he is not a marketer right mm-hmm. so he is going to question even the basics and basics of marketing mm-hmm. so to convince someone on why organic tra- traffic or this is how seo works it's a great learning by itself and like you said no the best thing about charge b and the founders they are all about put your heads down and work mm. it's not about the fancy parties or the fancy award functions i'm okay. not naming any other company mm. but it's mostly about put your heads down and work mm. and that will result that will give you credible and good results and you can enjoy those results i think we carry the same culture here and train okay. well. you put don't have any like yeah of course you put in work but uh, other than that you don't have any parties or going out with team anything like that We do have team lunches, team dinners. Okay, since you are a small company, you you can have team lunches and team dinner. Okay. Yeah, uh, every day, like we work as a team together in the yeah. office, right? So, but mostly we are putting our heads down and working. Okay. Where are you uh, working in Chennai? So right now we are based out of office Sudarshan A W F I S. In Nungambaka or? No, hmm. in Perungudi, right Perungudi, opposite okay. to Decathlon. Okay, cool. Oh, Mark. Yeah, that's right. where we are. 
cool okay yeah right we do have an office in bangalore as well hsr okay. layout mm-hmm. so four of them work out of bangalore and the rest of us work out of chennai okay like you have accounts there in bangalore it's not because of that sumana is from bangalore and okay. vivek is from chennai <laughs> So okay. they decided that none of them should force each other to move to another city. So we just have two teams working. Okay, okay, cool. So like in Chennai, uh, uh, workspace like six or seven will be there in Chennai. Workspace, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Currently, are you going to office or are you working home? So we did try hybrid, mm-hmm. okay. but it did not work for us. Mm. because we are only a very small startup and we need that intensity now mm. with every project we need that okay the team did this together we we actually missed that feeling so it was slowly pulling us down so i think one week back we decided that we'll move to a completely at office setup like all of them together or uh, same in chennai and bangalore all chennai folks should come and work out of the office all bangalore folks should work out of the bangalore office monthly or once in two months we'll all get together and work in a single place but hybrid did not work out for us and we moved to a work from office setup cool, cool. okay yeah you mentioned about uh, like few cultures of uh, charge b how is it uh, mm-hmm. in zoho then how is the trans- like uh, how is it working in zoho and charge b hey, to be very honest i'll tell you i I did not even know the A to Z of marketing at Zoho. Mm-hmm. It's a very different company mm-hmm. because I I'm, I'm not sure if you're aware Zoho has another uh, subsidiary kind of company called Managing. Are you aware? Manage. I heard. Um, no, I haven't seen anything about it. Yeah. So Managing is your endpoint management suite of products. Okay. And that's where I was placed after college. So Managing is actually the money making machine for Zoho apps. So the money actually comes from your management and products, okay. and that's where I worked. And they follow a very traditional form of marketing. Okay. So when I went there, I of course had the opportunity to travel for different conferences. Okay. I was able to explore the world, how you can sell enterprise products to the buyers, all of it. So very grateful for that opportunity. But it's a SaaS product at the end of the day, uh, and I did not learn the essentials of SaaS marketing. You joined as. I joined as a content marketer then I got promoted to a product evangelist or a product marketing role. So the first two years at Zoho was just understanding okay how does the company how does the company operate what are the basics in traditional marketing okay when you travel for conferences for such a huge company what happens I still used to call Zoho a startup when I was working <laughs> but then actually no it was already an established company I was 6000 something my ID number mm. and there were around 7000 8000 people already working out of Zoho Chennai mm. yeah I think you worked there like during 2015 or 2015 to 2017 am I am I right 2016 to 18 18 okay in Zoho you went more in a traditional way in charge me more of a inside marketing and uh, more of digital way of marketing no charge me is where i learned okay these are the different phases of marketing here's what demand generation does here's what product marketing does here's how you work with product managers sales customer success managers here's how you sit at the middle of all of these different teams and you enable them here's what a value proposition is here's how you define your icp those are things i came in learned and tried at charge because i had an amazing boss named vikram baskaran you are mentioning him in every uh, like you spoke in two other uh, like i've seen your videos to uh, in uh, youtube you mentioned him in everywhere yeah because it see everybody needs a person like that in their life right 
to learn get inspired by and you sh- i think i'll always be grateful for vikram to what did he do hey he's such a great marketer he's such a great storyteller that like this within a few sentences he'll have the attention of the entire room a very passionate marketer and something i'm not still good at but vikram is good at and i was able to learn from him is being a data driven marketer how do you use the data and the numbers that you have in your hand to create stories i'm still not good at it i'm still finding my way through it especially at train but he's such a great marketer that teaches you okay dude this is how you write copies this is how you plan things on how you get your leads in this is how you write blogs Be, so these are the different things that i learned in charge we that marketing is so many different things it's not just writing blogs and attending conferences right so that's why i say i learned the different phases of marketing what marketing is what marketing is not especially what are, what is the manifesto of product marketing at charge we okay and then he must be the one marketer we should look up to from chennai or in the in india am i right yeah definitely mm. i would say world Okay, who else will say? Like, who are the other marketers you look you look up to? I actually look up to Sai Ram Krishnan. Sai I remember Ram. you mentioned him in Sanjeev's podcast as well. Okay. So there was a time when I actually I've been reading his newsletter, and there was a time when I reached out to Sai Ram, especially after coming to train, to just rant because he has seen the zero to one journey. There are very few marketers who have seen the zero to one journey, Sudarshan, and it's not easy. He is. He was part of uh, Freshworks in the early stages. Yeah, and now even with Atomic Works, and I think he was he did see the zero to one of Rocket Lane, if I'm right. Really? Yeah, if I'm right, because that's how I figured out. Okay, he's done the zero to one. Let me talk to him. Mm-hmm. And that one hour of conversation, it was so genuine. Mm-hmm. There was one thing that he mentioned that I still cannot forget. He said, "See, zero to one journey. Either you're going to fail or you're going to succeed. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not just you. It's a different set of factors." but always always make mistakes of ambition don't make mistakes of slot okay slot so slot okay make mistakes of being too ambitious and not being able to do it don't make mistakes of slot meaning don't be lazy yeah, yeah, and because good. of that don't make mistakes yeah, okay so it comes to me every single day when i'm like okay can we do this will it work out for train let's be ambitious and make that mistake let me not just sit here be lazy and make the mistake Sarang is another person I look up to. Hmm. I watch a lot of podcasts, and he is one of the one among the person who can simplify things to anything. Uh, wherever he go, he just make it very simple. Uh, recently, I was listening to his. Uh, he spoke to Roshan from Vimeo in his podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, startup operator. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Look, uh, in startup operator, he uh, Sai spoke like a couple of months back. and that episode is like any 10 uh, year old can easily understand what sai is doing he put things in a very simpler way yeah he articulates things very well right that's yeah. also another great skill of not just marketers anybody who's good at something they will articulate it really well if mm-hmm. they don't then we know that they are beating around the bush and <laughs> bullshitting i think hey, that... another person i sorry mm-hmm. to cut you yeah, another please. person i look up to is dave gerhard who is the CMO of Drift and then mm. he went on to become a solopreneur mm. in B2B marketing especially founders brand am i right his book yeah mm. yeah yeah that is in my wish list i need to learn more about him what he do and so mm. right. right then okay 
you finished your uh, undergrad at uh, 2014 if i'm right 2016 Oof. please sudarshan don't make me sound that old <laughs> okay you finished your undergrad at 2016 then um, charge b uh, sorry zo and charge b after four or five years, five years you did your mba at uh, rsm aero uh, so why why you took that call and uh, how it was yeah i always wanted to do an mba mm-hmm. and i've always wanted to do it outside india mm-hmm. because outside india you get a glimpse of different nationalities coming together you working with culturally different people people from different countries so that's why i wanted to do it outside india and the very reason to do an mba is because i wanted to start my own business company mm-hmm. so my husband still believes that mba is not worth the money it's just it's just us bullshitting mm. because he started his own company and his he learned his way through it whereas i went to a classroom setting and i'm totally okay with it i really wanted that exposure when he so, started hero ott how old is so hero ott was the first thing mm. i think he was 25 years old so it's a different mindset this is my perspective okay. and i was waiting for the right amount of work experience to go for an mba because usually outside india they demand the work experience so that they you understand the concepts that they talk in the classroom you've already been in the work setting you know how different departments finance and sales and all of these departments work that you could work on the case studies that you get in your classrooms you can imagine what it looks like so they demand that you come with work experience i was waiting for that and once covid slightly dropped down i got my admission at rsm and i left i chose europe because i knew that i was coming back to india okay personal reason my husband started his next company uh, now husband then boyfriend okay. he started cooked in india and we decided that okay he will be focusing on cooked based out of india and i might have to come back we didn't want to live separately once we get married as well so personal decision that i was coming back to india so i had to choose a business school based on the money that i'll be putting in as well us schools are damn expensive and they're two year courses as well mm-hmm. european schools were starting to gain popularity because of the kind of students that they were attracting so they had a very international cohort from different profiles and uh, things like sustainability they were given importance in the business setting as well it was not only about how do we make money and profits it was also about how do we make it sustainably without damaging your environment and all of that So that's why I focused on Europe and then RSM's admission came through. I really like Netherlands because it was an English speaking country. Okay. So uh, Dutch is their native language okay. but they are English speaking. Whereas for other few countries in Europe you need to know German or French that was a barrier. Okay, so, uh, I I have this doubt. Uh, whether all of them can talk in English there in uh, uh, RSM? Yeah. everybody can speak english okay what are the french dutch everyone can uh, speak english yeah and almost every dutch in netherlands they will speak english mm. okay so how how was that one year at uh, erasmus it was my best year till date really? so it's the year okay. of tremendous growth both personally and professionally mm. so i studied with 150 other classmates and friends of mine from 41 different countries mm-hmm. 150 and okay 41 different countries mm-hmm. and imagine it's not only different countries but different job profiles different cultures different religion everything comes into the picture and the good thing about rsm is one year mba split into four quarters and each quarter you will have a team okay a team of five or six and one indian will not be paired with another indian okay 
so you will def- so if you are a team of 5 or 6 the other 4 or 5 will be of different nationalities and for that quarter you will have 60 70% of team work being done so that's where my biggest learning came from okay so during that time you conducted a tedx event i guess yeah how is that during experience in, sorry uh, sorry how is the experience in doing conferences in uh, zoho help you in handling the tedx event am i uh, connecting the dots properly or uh, completely not uh, actually no because these are all uh, business conferences right mm. where you put in you put in your booths and you invite leads to walk in but tedx is where you share knowledge mm-hmm. essentially mm-hmm. so our our college had a tedx club and we were given the opportunity to organize the tedx event another uh, life changing experience i would say solution because i hadn't organized a tedx i only been listening to ted talks but i hadn't organized a conference so far so from handling the money to promoting the event to college students who cannot pay 50 euros it was a different experience to getting in speakers and training them a totally different experience mm. one of my friend here uh, she is from uh, cit chennai institute of technology okay she was handling a tedx event like uh, uh, a year or two years back and she came out and bro i learned this this and she she was talking with me for two hours later and i said mm, mm. it went like that i think that experience like you said it would be something huge yeah. right and uh, and also you have uh, put a stall in sastak event uh, a year back in uh, where it happened it happened in ireland ireland okay mm. so how okay. it was uh, how many of you went uh, there from train four of us went sumana vivek i and one of our uh, from one of our investor companies okay. danush had come okay. i would say it was not a great decision i would okay. say it's a learning because for the kind of stage that uh train is in i would rather just buy two tickets and walk in the two entire days and talk to a lot of people than buying a ticket for the small stall and expecting that people will walk in because unless you have these big booths that enterprises can afford it it makes no sense to have a small start at How the much corner is the stall, uh, price for two days in sastak i don't remember the stall price it should be somewhere around 2000 to 3000 euros okay but i would say that was not even worth it it's mm. just a huge room where in the corner you have a dedicated space for startups for these smaller startups mm. it's just one <coughs> cardboard level of space and you cannot really expect people to cross the finish the entire hall and then come to this corner okay. whereas companies charge b for example they had a bigger booth space okay. and obviously you can expect walk ins what i would do differently the next time is i will just get the ticket for sas talk or saster and walk around the entire hall and talk to as much people as possible because all of these events are having the uh, what do we call the app that lets us connect to other attendees mm. you can connect to them well in advance and if you have your personas coming you can talk to them you can set up meetings and you have these meeting booths as well that was more helpful rather than just uh, putting up a stall and waiting there because someone has to be there just because you have put up the stall so i wouldn't do it the next time i do it like this i think uh, the, uh, recently uh, you know ashish from togai uh, yeah gtm talk yeah uh, he put a post in uh, linkedin uh, saying about the saster event which happened like a month back and he mm-hmm. did i think he, they haven't put any stall there i guess mm-hmm. he was attending a lot of meetings i guess he spoke that in one of his podcasts in a bit yeah, i was listening to him i think yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right what uh, yeah 
in your linkedin post like 8 years back or 7 years back you started uh, making powerpoint presentation in sharepoint mm mm-hmm. uh, but why don't you write like now we have substack medium like different uh, platforms to write why didn't you write like i have seen couple of articles from you about your uncle speaking somewhere about faith and the dear pregnant dear and uh, other side about black forest cake why didn't you write i think you have that thing to write and you can uh, really make write some amazing stories two reasons from like this from the top of my mind is one the imposter syndrome solution mm-hmm. am i good enough am i going to create value amongst all of these other creators and like them who are already doing it that's one thing and number two really time is a huge constraint now see train us in the seed stage and it demands a lot of work mm-hmm. i did take it up knowing this and only after coming here i know it's getting harder number two time is a constraint dude and especially with this pregnancy i have a lot of things i want to do mm-hmm. but reality is i really cannot do there's only a few things that i can pick and prioritize Good. that's how my life is currently but i'm very inspired seeing you sudarshan i always wanted to do a podcast especially with women and you know what i wanted to talk about see all of us are juggling different things right when i compare myself with my husband adi he he gets to be a father like this Okay. But me, I'll have to go through my maternity break, mm. six months of raising this baby. There's a lot of work, so there's a lot of work that goes in the background. Mm. But I have to put myself up for train every day. So I wanted to talk to women about okay, what is happening in the background that you're not able to bring to the table. So this was a topic. Somehow I'm not still able to do it, but I'm very inspired by you. <laughs> you're still learning. Like more than blood, I have uh, imposter syndrome in me. Every day after this episode, I'll be like, okay, why didn't I talk really well? Where I can improve? I'll just think about it till the late night. Yeah, I have to improve that uh, from my side. It it takes time. Uh, But you have started, start. right? Hmm. You have started, right? You should pat yourself for that. Like what uh, Sai said, uh, be ambitious, <laughs> make mistakes. Yeah. Of, yeah. I think you can start. Uh, I have seen you talking somewhere, and you are really doing it uh, well. I think you should start something new too. Like after okay. after the birth of the baby, like. take some time one year or two then come back start something like when you start tell me i'll i'll present you mic and everything around for the <laughs> <laughs> definitely presentation definitely right so we'll have few more questions and uh, in this episode and yeah. i have seen uh, i saw some of uh, one core core answer of you uh, what is the best uh, thing you do and you said whenever ambulance crosses me i just ఇన్ఫ్లుయన్సెస్ట్ i i do i offer my prayers and you know people do the do the religious prayers they do they fast and all of it not spiritual in that way but i of course talk to god as a friend and i mm. visit the temple every time i am in chidambaram mm. so still finding the definition of okay how spiritual i am but then yeah when the ambulance crosses i still you do that yeah yeah like, when the ambulance crosses i pray when the dead body funeral happens also i pray that their soul should rest in peace these are the two things i do <laughs> yeah even i have some exploration on the other side 
we'll have to do that also <laughs> right yeah. yeah finally we have this quick three and i need quick answers from you uh, not like go around and make answers for that okay um mm-hmm. one book you suggest zero to one peter kail cool one advice to your 20 year old self i think maybe early 20 year old self don't worry about what others say mm-hmm. you do you cool right now it's for me who's the next person i should talk to in this podcast try getting vikram baskaran mm-hmm. okay we'll think about it we have uh, spoke enough um, thanks for your time vaish uh, at this time and really enjoyed uh, talking with you thank you sudarshan all the very best and keep inspiring me that one day i will start my own thing <laughs> sure vaish